Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo's fifth podcast. I am Mrs. Flamingo. And I'm Mr. Flamingo. And we want to thank you for tuning in to listen to us. Knock on wood, we've gained a few listeners and haven't ran too many people off. So we're coming at you from our super lavish recording studio, in other words, our bedroom, and we've barricaded ourselves in the house in an effort to maintain safety from the coronavirus. We're on isolation. We're not flocking. Yeah, we're down to a bottle of wine, three bags of ramen noodles, and two rolls of toilet paper, so I don't know how long our excursion here underground is going to last. And we don't have any hand gel because we only have Tito's vodka. (laughs) Now, Tito said not to use this hand sanitizer, so (laughs) we're just going to have to drink that shit. How does that sound? Yep. Don't get it confused with lube, though. (laughs) Yeah, that was the house party we were at last night. Everybody's handing out hand gel and saying, that is not lube, so don't put it on your dick. We we might know who was using it for lube if we heard him screaming later in the night. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Can I try some anal on you later with some uh, hand gel as lube? I would be cleaning it, though. Oh, Lord. Well, you had to go there. (laughs) So, as I said, we are locked in our bedroom recording a podcast trying to stay safe from the coronavirus. And I'm actually on a three-week hiatus from work due to a mandatory travel ban for my company. Again, I travel for work, and we got a conference call last week that said no travel for three weeks to see where this disease goes. So hopefully in three weeks, we'll still have Mrs. and Mr. Flamingo. That's going to be the longest we've been in together in the house. So you know what three weeks together means? <sighs> it's baby-making time. There's no babies coming out of this body. Oh, come on now. We're going to try real hard, though, aren't we? We can practice. Now on the topic of babies. Are... We are having one? No. No. Oh. No. That's not possible. Okay. But our baby got accepted into college. The college he wanted at that. So looking at our calendar, what's our countdown to the little turd is out of our hair? I don't know. That's a rhetorical question. You don't actually have to count it out. Oh, I was. Just just, just excited. That's all I expect from you. <laughs> With you, I never know. I was, I was giving you a definite answer on that. <laughs> it's 62 days. I've already got it down to, to the minutes. <laughs> it's longer than that. But as we said, he got accepted to his first choice college. We are very proud of him. He's on the way out. We're getting ready to be empty nesters before the summer. I think you have forgotten that we have to wait for him to get out of the house. You're acting like you're an empty nester now. I'm not walking around naked. He has his girlfriend over, so I haven't exposed myself to her yet. You keep asking, is she here or not? Because I don't like putting on pants. What the hell? (laughs) I just walk around in my sexy flamingo onesie all the time, even when she's here. And that's why we'll probably never have a daughter-in-law. Now, if we make it through the three weeks... We're going to make it. I have faith. Yeah. We're doomsday preppers. Right. Again, we got six bags of ramen noodles left. We're good. We may fight over the chicken flavor, though. Now, with that being said, we are going to be able to double back and go on a few dates with some people that have been reaching out to us. Yeah, with my travel, that's sometimes the downfall is we'll meet couples and the time that it takes me to get back to the DFW Metro where we live to actually go on dates with people is sometimes a long interval. Before we give the lowdown of where we've been hanging out this month, we'd like to take a moment to congratulate Mike and Jerry, a local couple from here in DFW, on their win at the Miss No Swimsuit Contest in Hito this past weekend. And I believe that was uh, Tom Strips that put that on. Yep, they're not a sponsor of us, but our good friends Tom and Bunny from Tom's Travel. <laughs> this is their event out there. And they sure do get a lot of uh, coverage with us, it seems like. They get a lot of pull through, <laughs> our three listeners. Right. <laughs> and let me ask you a quick question. When are you doing the Miss No Swimsuit? Nope, I've thought about it, and I'm just not doing it. Maybe in the backyard later this week? Yep. Is that no, as close as you're going to come? No one wants to see this n- Miss No Swimsuit. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> We got neighbor kids peeking all through the holes in the fences when you out there tanning. Yeah, that is true. I have to put up, I have to go redneck and put up tarps. So it's been a busy month of uh, lifestyle travel for us. I, I say lifestyle As travel. Always. We, we've been local. We've been balling on a budget this past month. Yeah. <laughs> Big players here. We're still trying to recoup from Christmas and Vegas and senior pictures, prom pictures, tuxedos, limousines, project graduation. 
basketball banquet. Basketball games. 62 days and we're done. Yes. That's why I'm counting down those days. It's been it's an expensive <laughs> two months. Yes. There's always a ton going on here in the metro, and we've been making the most of it. One event that we always go to once a month is the Average Swingers do an AS Mingler. Well, this past month it was at Silver City. Silver City, yeah. They usually do them at strip clubs. Sometimes they go to some college bars, but for the most part they have them at local strip clubs. And we really like the Silver City one. The Silver City one's pretty quality. It, you can hear people. It's got a good layout. There's another one that's probably a nicer strip club, but it is so packed. I'm old and hard of hearing, so us trying to have a meaningful conversation or meet anybody isn't real effective for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Again, Jay and Angie put on very good meet and greets. We always enjoy them, as well as their pub crawls here in Dallas. And, and we've met a lot of people. We're getting deep enough through the Cassidy connection and host Nicolette's where we know a good portion of these people. Yes. Now, that one was a little odd compared to some of the others they've had. Do you want to cover that? Uh, where do I begin? The back room had, they actually had strippers dancing on the poles, which they usually don't. I think that was the first time to have the strippers yeah. back there. They usually leave it just to the lifestyle people. They kind of shut it off to us in a private room, and it seems like they only had one bartender, and it just kind of, the vibe of it was a little bit different. For two or three hundred people, one bartender's not effective. No, I don't know why these bars do they that. They would be making bank, and now the, the drink specials were good. It was like five dollars for a well drink, but we made the mistake of going to the main section, and my Crown and Coke cost, what, $18? Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I could have got th- three or four of in the lifestyle room. Oh, yeah, definitely. And G&J, the average swingers, had a... Uh, some guests. Some guests. Which was interesting. They had a lesbian couple that they were showing off to everybody. Now, are the, they're podcast people, aren't they? They could be. That might be where they got them from. Yeah. I don't guess we've met them yet, but I didn't get the opportunity to. But again, it was, it was a really good meet and greet. We saw a lot of people we knew from our our growing circle of friends and added some new ones, some possible playthings. We yep, we've got some stuff lined up. I don't think you realized that you actually booked us a play date. Did I give us commitment? You did. You committed Was us. Was it a good commitment or bad commitment? No, we had already agreed it okay. was a commitment. Shit. But you just, like, put it down in the books without telling me. <laughs> it was that $18 crown and Coke speaking for me on exactly. my behalf. <laughs> and the bad thing is, is last night at the house party, the wife made sure it was still on the books. Did she whip out her day planner and make sure it was locked she down? She did. Oh, God. She was like, now at 11 o'clock. Oh, wow. She's <laughs> even put me in a time slot. You put that time slot in. I didn't realize I was that <laughs> ambitious. You're, you're taking your advice that we've got to put in dates and times in a little too, too serious. Too serious. <laughs> okay, I've got a 8 o'clock on Tuesday and a 6 o'clock on Sunday. Which do you want here? That's what you did. You gave us a 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Well, hey, if it works for us. I know we don't like pressure or anything. <laughs> oh, great. There we go. That's what we're in it for. Yeah, no pressure. You know that when you schedule stuff, it, it's always a fun story afterwards. Let me yeah. put it that way. <laughs> I'm just start saying, I'll have my people call your people. How does that sound? <laughs> we'll hook up something. Exactly. Well, the next major event we had, we had some friends show up unexpectedly here in the DFW Metro. Yeah, good thing we were in town. Yeah, we'd seen them on Facebook and were mentioning heading that way. And I said, oh, we should hook up. And they said, we're actually coming to town to see you. So, yeah, surprise. That, and that was the only reason they came. It was like, oh. Did you make a play date without telling me? Did <laughs> I did you put did. something on the schedule without consulting me first? I think you did. I don't remember it, but uh, Mr. Jack and Coke seems to do my talking lately. Uh, yes. I'm going to have to monitor him. Put him on a timeout. He seems to be a little <laughs> rambunctious speaking for me. No, but it was a good date. We went to the lodge, which is one of my favorite places to eat. Introduced them to our favorite strip club in the metro? Yes. And, of course, we run into everybody we know there. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, swingers dinner couples place, meet and greet, you could say, informal. Well, I think that's actually where our date is starting next week is we have a dinner date. See, I'm feeding you. That's Oh, my gosh. I'm doing good by you. I know. As long as we're going to the lodge, I'm good. You just got to put your knees behind your ears later in the evening to pay for it, I guess. (laughs) It's not always a bad thing. There's worse ways you could pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Mr. Jack and Coke's going on timeout. As long as it's not me, as long as it's my drinking problem, then that's fine. (laughs) But our date went really good. Uh, We haven't got to spend the time with this couple like we wanted. They're an Oklahoma City couple. Uh, The time before we met them, they came out to meet us. They were a new couple. Uh, We met her a couple times, and she wanted to introduce us to him, but he had a cold, and it kind of came off as a little bit odd. Surprisingly, him and I had quite a bit in common and knew a lot of the same people, and I think that helped uh, in the profession area that we were able to 
gossip a little bit. And her, she just has a pretty face and a pretty mouth, so I don't give a damn if we had anything in common. I just sat there being like, oh, I want that. Yeah, I don't think you can hear in... No, I can't. I'm old as fuck, <laughs> unfortunately. So our dates, she said, just just agree and say yeah. So it usually works for me. But apparently I'm going to have to really watch you because you're starting to put down dates and times. Just put us down for this time slot. We'll make it work. <laughs> we'll make it happen. The flamingos, the art of the deal. Exactly. Now, talking about that uh, hookup that you scheduled in... We actually met them at a meet and greet that we went to up in uh, North Dallas. North Dallas. Our friends at the Sapphire Social Group. Is yep. that what they go by? Yep. Which they do fantastic meet and greets. Kid, we've been around the Dallas area for four years now. We kind of feel like we're in the loop. Some of these meet and greets we go to, there were 300 people at this last one and we uh, only, two weekends ago. And we only knew like 10 people? Yeah, we could barely count on two hands the people we knew. It, it was crazy. And it was a very good looking crowd. I think that's. In the North Dallas crowd, yeah, for lack of better terms. But, boy, it was a fantastic-looking group. We were kind of tired, though. Again, we've been doing a lot of running with our boys senior year. He's well, we in, went to a basketball game. And got out of and, it at 9.30. And then turned around and went straight to the meet and greet. And so it was just kind of, we were tired, and but everyone was friendly. Yeah, we had a good time mingling and hoped to make it to the next ones. Now, the night after that, we had a trip scheduled to Oklahoma City area to see yep. some family members for a birthday. We went back, and unfortunately, reality hit in when you have a little bit of family drama. We're human. Yes. We would like to put ourselves on a pedestal, but we're the same as the rest of you. We have family drama from time to time, and this was the weekend it reared its ugly head. It was a bad weekend. Yeah. It was my family. <laughs> yeah, it was hers, not mine. This one uh, was hers this weekend. Yep, so we actually had planned on going out that evening. It was on a Saturday, but... We were kind of scheduled to go visit one of the clubs up there that had been remodeled that we'd promised the local owner that we would go check out. But luck would have it, we didn't end up doing that. Yeah. You were getting, I believe you were getting ready and came out of the shower about 8 o'clock, and I was laying there in bed stretched out. And you said, what time do you want to go to the party? I said, not at all, really. Well, and the bad thing was is I had cried most of the day because of what was going on. And so my face was puffy, so I was doing hot rags and cold rags and trying to get the puffiness down and trying to rally because I knew you wanted to go out. And I really wasn't in the mood, but I was trying. Yeah, we were both not feeling it at that point. It was, it was funky. I have to say that's one thing about us is we don't have to do this. When, when you finally said, I'm fine with staying in, and I said, me too. You basically stripped off what clothes you had on and rolled up in bed and took a nap. And you shaved your vajayjay for nothing even. I know. I was so mad. That you shaved it? For nothing. Oh, for nothing. Okay. Well, sorry. I mean, I thought you penciled us in and had an appointment that night. My friends Jack and Coke didn't, didn't have us anything set up that night. We were kind of free. I thought you did. <laughs> I can make a quick phone call if I need to. We can make something happen. <laughs> But that's, again, that's one thing I really like about our relationship and this whole lifestyle thing to us. It is a big part of who we are and what we do, but we're not, we don't live by it. It, it. Things weren't happening that night. We weren't really going to be putting our best foot forward, which is a big thing for us. When we go out, we like to be on our game. We identified real fast it wasn't going to be a good night for us. Yeah, I could have broke down and started crying if someone even said something wrong. I mean, I just, you don't know. Or we could have gotten into a fight just because I was emotional. You know, so we, it was just best that we stayed in. That's one of our... Given rules is when we go out, we always want to put our best foot forward. There have been times we've gone, literally driven across town to go to a party, pulled in the parking lot and said, we're not there tonight, it's not a good night, and turned around and gone back. There's no shame in that game. I'd, no. I'd much rather do that than go somewhere and be the couple that causes a scene that night and ruins everybody's night. I don't want me drama. No drama llama. But again, that club will still be there. We've got a full year of travel ahead of us. We'll make it back up there and check it out when it's good on our terms. Yes. Well, let's talk about a little bit of unpleasantries that we've been hearing stories about from around the metro at some various meet and greets. Why don't you go ahead and take off with that one? Well, to me, this is uh, very disturbing. I'm going to call it a PSA. It's definitely a public swinger announcement. And I feel like, I don't even know, this, this upsets me so much that this is even happening anywhere. Not just swingers events, but just in general. We've heard of a lot of rapes and a lot of drugging going on at these big parties. And it just, it upsets me because you need to know who you're around, who you're with, and just be aware of everything. I mean, protect yourself, protect your partner, and protect the people you're partying with. I mean, we, we know firsthand from some of our friends this has happened to at these big events. 
Yeah, we've heard some horror stories. One of our friends went to bed early and kind of left the latch on her door set for her husband to come in. With that said, though, they're, they were partying in the hallway, so it's not like... She was in a different hotel or Yeah, this was town. a hotel takeover kind of thing. But we heard that she woke up to someone holding her by the back of her head trying to force his dick in her mouth, which is not cool. And we've got a story from another friend who was raped at another party. So There's no reason to... I mean, you... There's no reason to rape anyone or to force yourself on anyone in this lifestyle. No, but it does bring up a good point is go to reputable parties, for one. I'd like to say out of all the meet and greets we attended this week, or this month rather, we did not hear of such a thing. So for this group to be constantly having this issue is kind of disheartening. I think the people that are running it should probably take some control and a little bit of responsibility for it and start vetting the people that they allow in. Just because somebody sends somebody a dick pic and likes their pictures or is their friend on Facebook doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be invited to this party. Take a few minutes to find out if some of these unvetted people that happen to be showing up are sexual predators or even belong in the lifestyle. Well, with that said, we've gone to parties that are five people to 5,000 people. And, you know, because one thing when we were talking to people, they were like, oh, this is such a big event. Well, we've been no, to big events, no. and yeah, we ask, do ask, not... Ask Bob Hanford how many rapes he's had at Naughty New Orleans or Exactly. Edits. They have security. Yes. They have, you know, precautions and measures that prevent some of this. It's sickening that these people are being brought into the environment. So our, our little tidbit here is be aware of your surroundings, be aware of your friends' surroundings, and do a little bit of vetting of who you bring into your circle of play. Yes, definitely, because this this just makes me sick and sad. I just uh, ugh, I just can't even can't even talk about this anymore. Now let's get back and finish off with some of the fun stuff. Let's talk about the last meet and greet we went to. We did the Texas Fine Apples, I believe they go by. Yes, up in North Dallas. Yeah, it was at a club called Vinyl. Vinyl, yes, which is fun. We're a little bit old for the club scene, but they take over this one and basically do a balcony takeover there in the club, and it's always fun it's it's a nice bar it's really cool looking inside the music's fantastic too yes you didn't do any dancing but we ran in some close friends of ours that we are probably scheduled for some play time i think he has some stuff coming on but he's been traveling a lot like i do and we're finally trying to reconnect with them but we ran into a couple people that i think are wanting to put us on the books for some play time which is <laughs> which is flattering yeah i think we had like two or three couples there that were trying to get you jack and coat <laughs> Is that a bad thing, though? Well, you need to be checking with Mrs. Flamingo before you get us in the books. Mrs. Flamingo needs to be okay in the dates. Mr. Flamingo and his friends Johnny Walker, Jose Cuervo, and Jack Daniels seem to get in a lot of trouble for some reason. Yeah, that's why I just stick to rum. Well, let me jump around here for a minute. Before we went to that meet and greet, you were with me for a work expo up at uh, the resort, the Gaylord Tex that week. Yes, the Gaylord. Mm. Little Miss Uppity there. Did you feel important? No. Now, i got a question. I haven't got to bring this up to you yet, but I noticed you came in a day later than me. I'd already had our room ready to go. I noticed when I came back to the room that night, you had our party lights going, or had our party lights in tow. What, what was the point of those? Were you planning on giving somebody a tour of our room? Yes. Really? You never know. I might want to bring someone back from the sports bar or the coffee shop there. Do, do me a favor. Make sure it's one of my customers and not a rep from another territory. So you, you would have had good odds. I think the... No, the, I, you, one of your one guys did I, try I, to pick me up. I know. I was Remember? Gonna, I was going to say, though, the, the ratio of males to females was about 300 to 1. So if you couldn't find some random dick in that environment, you should probably give it up. But where you're going with that... So, it was last call kind of deal. Yeah, so my customer group, which was about 3,000 of them from various regions throughout the United States, were in there trying to get their last drinks in as well. And Miss Flamingo had not necessarily a customer from my territory, but of the company that we were selling to, <laughs> making some advances on her. He was being very friendly. He wasn't being bad, though. No, Would you say? no, no. Because I kept looking over at you, and you'd give me the little okay sign that well, uh, I was trying to talk business with, yeah. uh, with one of my reps. Well, and compared to... I guess the vanilla world, it was bad, but in the lifestyle world, it was just conversation, I guess. Yeah, he was. I could tell he's been a little flirty, but it didn't seem yeah, like he was saying anything no. improper. I know he's like, man, if you were single and this and that, and which that's one thing about those events. And I told her, you get these guys that are going out of town and away from their wives for the weekend. There's all sorts of crap that goes on, especially if you get a bunch of them that think they're a bunch of alpha males trying to outdo the other. They're going to try to outdrink each other, try to pick up every waitress they can. Now. Now, on the flip side, your branch manager or whatever that was female, she could hold her own, too. Yeah. Because I was kind of like, wait a minute. Do I need to be worried about her? 
Really? You think so? Yes. Let's not go there. Strictly business. <laughs> no, but the other guys kind of kept coming up to you, and they're like, oh, thank you for being so cool yeah, and not there were knocking some re- them out. there were some regional managers that, which, yeah. hey, they're, ultimately it's my customer. It was one of those deals, if one of them got improper, I would probably send her to the room and then track down his manager. I, I'm not going to knock out a customer. That's the last thing I need on my resume. But it, it felt good that some of the managers from this other company were coming up saying, hey, thank you for you and your wife being cool. And you even said he wasn't doing anything improper. I get no, I no. get more than that going to the grocery store sometimes. I did tonight at the wine place. Did you hear the guy commenting about my hair? No. Oh. That it wasn't combed? No. He was like, ooh, I really like your hair. Now you have it up. I was like, okay. He's like, I just got out of the shower and threw it in a bun. I didn't get out of the shower. That was earlier this morning. Oh, Lord. Did you use soap? Yes. Okay, that's all I'm asking. Now let's finish up our adventure over the weekend with the trade show and the meet and greet. Let's go back to meet and greet for a minute. Now, but meaning to ask you on this as well, did you happen to notice the guy when you were talking to some friends of ours across the room came up and literally stood right up your butt? I didn't notice him till he literally stood up my butt. He was a weird. Did you get to talk to him? Again, I was talking to some friends. No, and no. You were talking to our bodybuilder no, buddy and. He did not talk to me. He just, like, posed out onto the bar, like, all spread out like a peacock called. I don't know, like... He was peacocking, definitely. Now, see, I, all night I'd seen him checking you out, which is fine. You looked banging hot. Now, if he'd came up and spoke to us early in the evening, that would have been fine. Maybe if he'd even spoke to you like a human if being. If he even said, hey. But all, all that I could see was him literally standing shoulder to shoulder against but, you and looking at both of us. And I'm like, what I is this thought clown because he came do? up into the conversation, it was me, uh, a newbie, guy. and yeah. bodybuilder guy. And the bodybuilder guy was like, hey, you know, this chick is brand new to the lifestyle and was introducing us you, to her. You, you, I saw you pointing yeah. at me, like, you know, hey, there's my yeah. husband, and I waved at y'all. And that guy was literally standing shoulder to shoulder with you. And I'm well, like, what I is thought that? he was with her. Okay. I was like, what is this weirdo doing? Like, he's all, like, peacocking. Like, it was weird. I know Brian and Brenna from the Front Porch Swingers talk about their single male tip of their week, but I, I, that kind of brought it to my mind is, hey, acknowledge both halves of the couple. Or acknowledge the person that you're trying to talk to. Yeah, I'm sitting there, and I, I, you know, I was waiting for you to talk to him. I'm like, well, maybe she's interested, but he just kind of stood I didn't there. even look at him. Like, I didn't even make eye contact with him, though. I was waiting to see what you do. I thought it was pretty funny. At one point, I'm like, okay there, Polly D, with your crispy Guido hair, your pulled-up Miami Vice jacket, and your gold chain. Take your ass back to Jersey Shore, because I don't think she's giving you any time. No, I was kind of a bitch. Uh Uh-oh. Now, let me ask you, did that not turn you on? No. No, it did not turn me on. That is a uh, turn-off, for sure. Uh Uh-oh. Well, how about that? Why don't we use that as a topic tonight, talk a little bit about our turn-ons and turn-offs. Let's go for it. All right, let's get into it. All right, Miss Flamingo, you ready to be put on the spot? Of course not. I know you are a kinky little witch, so you ready Ready for some detailed information here? Are you ready? Fuck no. We're not covering me. We're talking about you. They want to hear your sexy voice. Yeah. Can you handle this? I think I'm going to get my friends Jack and Coke to handle this section for me. (laughs) Okay, sexy ass. Let's get this going. Start it off. What's your turn-ons? Well, I like tattoos. Prison tattoos or? Any kind of tattoos. Uh I'm not real big on face tattoos, though. Face or neck? I was going to get your name tattooed across my face. No. No, no. Across my ass? I would be okay with that. Oh, damn. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm you spe- should see, you I'm, I'm should speechless. see, the, I'm you speechless. see the face that he just gave. Like, no, you're not. I also like, okay, I also like good eyes. Like, you got to have good eyes. I have noticed that I like good eyes. I'm blind as shit. Is that what you're getting at? Well, you put uh, your glasses on and it magnifies your eyes. Are mine good enough for you? <laughs> Obviously. All right. I like a fun personality. I don't go really by looks. I go by personality, and you've got to be goofy. And that's one thing that I look for, especially when I take someone to bed. Um, Since I'm such a goofball and I laugh, they've got to be able to do that in bed. You don't want some porn Don Juan kind of guy? Hello, Mr. Flamingo. Let me romance you. No, because I'm probably going to laugh at you. If our body's slapping and it's making funky noises. Fart noises? I, I... I was say I said funky, but funky. I always said it. Yes, you, you know those noises. Well, somebody was talking the other night was talking about heavy set people 
banging bellies and making farting noises. Okay, well, don't judge me. That's us when we have sex. (laughs) But they've got to be able to laugh because I'm sure going to laugh about it. Now, I don't have any kind of type. Like I said, looks, I am random. Now, I also like people that are forward. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's go back to looks. I'm going to drill in deeper on that one because that's always a good topic of discussion even amongst us. You can't tell me you don't have a physical type. I don't. I don't. Let, let me run this by you. Who are your celebrity crushes? If oh. I was to say, who, you, who do you fantasize about? Who do you flick the bean to? Who are you going to name off here? I don't fantasize about anyone. But who do I watch a lot of shows on? I will tell you. Let's see. Obviously, Antonio Banderas. I love him. Why? So then I have to watch Why? a lot of Western stuff. I love his voice. I love his dark hair and his eyes and his skin is just, oh. Then I like uh, Johnny Depp. Don't ask me why. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know. Then uh, I would have to say Brad Pitt now and okay. Brad Pitt back in Legends of the Fall. I didn't like him so much kind of in between there. Then I would have to say George Strait. King George? King George. I've always liked him. I don't know what it is. You always like dipshits and cowboy hats. What is up with that? You used to wear a cowboy hat when you were younger. Don't put that out there. I'd rather be kicked in the balls to let somebody know I used to wear a cowboy hat. I can arrange that. Kicked in the balls or wearing a cowboy hat? Kicked in the balls. I'll I'll skip. I'll just go with cowboy hat. How's that sound? (laughs) You live in Texas. Come on. But we don't see any... We don't see... No. That's one thing we were surprised at when we moved here. There aren't people running around in cowboy hats and cowboy boots. Other than our boy, it's a rarity around here. Yeah, I'm really surprised too. All right, so then You're disappointed is what it is. (laughs) There's a reason I make you go to the stockyards all the time. Mm -hmm. I say, hey, if you want to wear a toilet seat on your head, have at it. You used to wear that toilet seat on your head all the time. Move on. Who's next after King George? I would have to say probably The Rock. The Rock? Yeah. Because he looks like me? (laughs) Oh, you better say yeah. <laughs> yes. Bald, muscular. Did you, did you say The Rock or Chris Rock? <laughs> I don't know. Chris Rock would fit. Let's oh see. Funny. Funny in bed. Oh there God. we go. Could you imagine? He's got those weird-ass fingers that he does all. And they I do those, they too. Can't, they can't see you do, too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, this, getting, this took a weird turn. All right, all right. Now, my last one, I would have to say uh, when a guy's forward with him. But you can't wait, be like... Wait, I just noticed something on your stack of guys there. They do have a similar trait, though, don't you? <sighs> now, now, I know who you're missing, though. If you're to throw in Keith Urban, you have skinny guys with greasy hair. Is that, is that a thing? The Rock's not skinny. Well, let's let's knock The Rock and King George out, but the rest of them are scrawny dudes with greasy hair. No, I do, I do like hair, though, I've noticed. What's wrong with you're, you? You're <laughs> fucking shit out of luck with me. Unless you're talking about back hair, then... I guess I just pull out your picture from when you're in eighth grade and look at the... Fuck. Masturbate to the mullet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I gotta find me a new co-host here. Now, my next turn on is someone that has manners and is forward. And you're still shit out of luck with me. <laughs> Except the forward part. I'll take your ass any day of the week. But manners, no, you're, you're out of luck. So why is that important to you? Well, because I, I don't like the games. I don't like the playing around of do they like me, do they not like me. You know, I, I just want to know up front. Do you find that guys in the lifestyle seem to pussyfoot around quite a bit? They do. I feel like they're waiting to see if there's something coming up or if... You know, they don't want to be uh, let down. Do you think that guys are wanting you to throw themselves at you or think they're scared of making advance? I think it's both. Do you? I think it's both. Now, with that said, on being forward in manners, we've got a couple that's been pursuing us four months now that we've met at Colette's and various meet and greets. I think you know who I'm talking about off the top of your head without having to mention their names, but they are a little bit on the aggressive side. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's sad because uh, they're really a good-looking couple and... I definitely would play with him, and I think you would play with her. Yeah. There are types. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they're just so, f- they're a little too forward. To the point of being predatory or aggressive. Yeah. He gets right up in your space, which I don't think that's it, a big deal with you. I mean, you, you don't mind a guy cuddling on you, but he seems like face-to-face like he's wanting to fight you. Like, are we doing this or not? Yeah, and I need my space a little bit. I I need I don't want someone that when I walk into, let's say, uh, a club that I have to be their possession or their property, because I'm not. Yeah, I mean, oh. you can barely keep up with me. I'm, like, bouncing all over the place. Other than the little leash I put on you, no, it's hard to keep up with you. <laughs> and that's a long leash, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of those deals. You've said it a couple times. You said it last weekend when we seen them. You're like, man, if they would just get their shit together, they're totally attractive to us. But yeah. just the, hey, 
right now kind of deal. We need to do this. It doesn't doesn't go over well with you. No, and I, I think that's that's what sets us apart from a lot of people is that we're not, uh, we have to have sex with other people. We need to get laid. We, you know, we're just kind of like, if we get laid, we get laid. I want to go back to one other thing. I'm going to keep doubling back on this. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep beating a dead horse. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about tattoos. Do you also like guys with muscles? I do like guys with muscles. You told me before you didn't, so I've been eating potato chips and watching Days of Our Lives all this time. You actually got my my soap opera right for once. I, I didn't write it down. It was just a luck of the draw. <laughs> you always get it wrong. I do like guys with tattoos and muscles, and then I like skinny guys, too. I like short guys, tall guys. Okay, let's go to a program that some people may watch on TV. TV, SWAT. That's one of your go-tos, isn't it? We watch it every week? No, we just watched that today, and that's why you're thinking of it. Let's, let's help everybody understand what type of guys you like. Let's go through the guys on that program, because I'm sure most people have seen it or have heard of it. Give them the breakdowns of who you like. I like Hondo. Which is Shamar Moore. What lady doesn't like him? He's number one. Because he's all oily and snappering people off a horseback. No, I like his eyes and his muscles. And I'm really disappointed that they don't have shirtless sections of him anymore. Maybe, I mean, he's, like, maybe he's getting the dad bod. Maybe he's getting pudgy. I think he is. But I don't care. I like the dad guy. The guy with all the, the, guy with all the kids? Yeah. There's something about his eyes and then this little, his hair. It's kind God, of. The damn, I'm so fucked here. You keep going back to hair. hair. I wish you say. I know. I didn't realize it until you made me put it out. I like hair. And you know, and I noticed that when we've been with couples that have hair, I do pull their hair. Mean bitch. Right? Get down there. Gonna... Yeah, I remember you holding one of them down your crotch. <laughs> Get your ass down there. And you said, I can't do that with him because it just slides off. <laughs> I did say that. I did. All right. So we have. Uh, got Hondo. Hondo. You got the. Dad guy. And then I would have to say Street, the young guy. The pretty boy. The pretty boy. And then... Uh, that you... one surprises me. Why? I wouldn't guess the pretty boy top was your top. I like guys that are clean cut and put together. That's a good answer. Yeah. Don't make a difference to me, but go ahead. Because you're stuck with me regardless. And then the the actor, the Johnson actor. DeLuca. DeLuca. The blonde hair guy. The yeah. blonde hair guy. Why do you like him? He's just kind of laid back and easygoing. Kind of surfer dude. Yeah. Kind of chill. I could hang with him. All right. Last one. Who's number five? The Asian guy. Which surprises me because you seem to have a Asian persuasion going on for some reason when we're out at a big party. And I am drawn to Asian men. There is one. They love you long time. Oh my God. There is one that I have the biggest crush on. Roll on. Oh my God. Where'd we meet him? We met him at Naughty in New Orleans. We were in his class. He had, when I see him, I just, ah, oh, he's fit. He has long hair to his shoulders, and I think he had on like thongs or I don't even know. Then he put on these thigh-high boots, and I didn't care. That's when I knew I had a crush on him, and I was just in awe, mesmerized the whole time. So I stalk him on Facebook. I follow him. And occasionally he will like something when you make a creepy comment about him, which is totally awesome. I know. It's so funny. So I'm going to have to wingman you on that one. He is my um, he is my fantasy. What's the line off Wayne's World? You want the cream of some young guy? <laughs> All right. Now that you've drilled me on my stuff, let's talk. Show's over. Good night. Yes. Okay. Let's talk Mr. Flamingo's turn-ons. I'm guessing muscular redheads that are short and feisty. Where the hell did that come from? I divorced one of those. I don't want another one like that. <laughs> That's what I think. Then why do you think I'm with you? I don't know, because I'm, I'm nothing like your ex, let's be honest. Which is a good thing. That's the reason she's an ex. <laughs> God, we're getting off topic on this. That's okay, though. That's what that's what the listeners like. This is funny. So what are your turn-ons? Because obviously I don't know. I'm going to let my representatives, Mr. Jack and Mr. Coke, <laughs> speak on my behalf. <laughs> the first thing with me that is a given is it has to be a good kisser. A good kisser. So what does that mean? I mean, she kisses real good. All right. Come on. Come on. Tell me a little more. Okay. Let me start with the absolute worst kiss I've had. This is a hell of a story here. We were in Naughty New Orleans two years ago. And we're at one of the dances and one of the nights, and someone introduced us to a local couple, which was an older gentleman with a very attractive middle-aged black woman. <laughs> so we chatted oh, with no. him. We chatted with him for a bit, and I didn't seem to get any vibes off of her. It just, you know, they were interested in you, which is kind of always a given. So then when we're saying, okay, bye, nice to meet you, we did the normal friendly hug and kiss on the cheek. And when I did that, she said, I really expected more from you than that. And I'm like, okay, woman, this is not acceptable. So hold on to your hats here. So I grabbed her by the kind of the hips, pulled her in tight, put my hand against the side of her face. And now let me explain the kiss from here. Best way I explain it. (laughs) Take you a big bowl of lube. Stick your hand in there. 
Take your hand out, spread your hand as far as you can, take your hand full of lube, and rub it all over your face as aggressively as you can. It's almost like getting kissed like at, at Jurassic Park from a dinosaur. You remember the little face sucker things in Aliens that basically yeah. latched on your face? That's the way the kiss yeah. was. Now, I was, I was excited because she was very attractive, and I was thinking this was going to be good. And she literally, at one point, had my whole face in her mouth. When we were finished, I was trying to be smooth about it. And I was like, mm, damn girl, and turned around and walked off and had you in tow. So I remember at one point we were walking by the bar, and I kind of slyly reached over and grabbed a handful of napkins and started swabbing my face down of all the drool. I had drool in my eyelashes. It was just, it was all over the place. Now, you, you got a pretty good kiss from her as well, didn't you? Uh, yes. Let me put it this way. I didn't say anything because I know you like kisses. So I allowed you to get your kiss. Now with me, she bit my lip like she was going after a bag of chips. I tried to tear into one of those little mini lunch chips in the lunchbox. Yeah. I was like, don't bite me. I don't want marks. That was one extreme to the other. Yeah. She was all over the place with her kissing. So that was on the bad end of the gnarly kisses. On the good side, uh, couple months ago at Oklahoma City. I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out there. A club owner that I don't feel there's been any attraction between us. We got just a little aggressive flirting. Well, every time we're around them, they're busy. Yeah. One night you had been flirting with her and she said something to me about being shy or insecure or something. I'm like, oh, this shit is not going to fly. So I reeled her in and said, can I have a kiss? And she's like, well, yeah, I hope so. So she was actually a really good kisser, which for me is like boing. I mean, it totally does it for me. I can, good kissing to me is Fantastic foreplay. I'm, I'm in the mood then. So Is that why you go around kissing everyone all the time? I try to. You kiss everyone all the I time. I try to. I try to. <laughs> I turned around at a meet and greet, and I'm like, there he is kissing someone. Getting the coronavirus. Okay, back to my story. No coronavirus. When it ended, I think things were kind of hot and heavy, and... She made some comment that that was pretty decent, so I ended up scooping her up and putting her on a table and crawled on top of her. And at one point when we were done, I kind of looked up, and there were probably 20 people standing around us saying, maybe you two should get a room. Everyone stopped when you you set her yeah, nicely. I, sco- I scooped her up and laid her on the table and crawled on top of her, which was Everyone out of, out of characteristics for me. Everyone the whole floor stopped. The music well, the, stopped, and everyone the night, the stopped was and over. looked it, at it you. It was 2 in the morning, and that was over, so everybody should have been going home. But I looked around and was like, oh, this is awkward because I'm in a bad position. All of a sudden. And the lights came on. It was so funny. Yeah. You feel like you've been busted at the school dance. That's kind of the way I felt. But again, she was a good kisser. That's that's always a big go for me. I felt bad the next day. I sent her a message and I said, hey, my friends Jack and Coke were kind of speaking on my behalf that night. So I apologize if I was too aggressive or did anything improper. And she messaged back and said, hey, you were fine. It was kind of uh, sexy to see you with that aggression. Yeah, they don't see you like that too often. No, I'm usually the quiet one, so that was out of my element that night. With that said, let's talk about your type, since you drilled me on my type. Now, since you are a little bit older, let me let me make this easy for Uh-oh, you. Uh-oh, where are you going? Give me, in order, the Golden Girls. Oh. That's about your oh, age, no, isn't it? no, 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 this bitch. Does somebody need a hot <laughs> chick? Because I'm fixing to send her to the curb. I can't, I can't believe you went there. Well, you drilled me about the toilet bowl hats. Come on. I'm, of course I'm going there. I didn't say you were wearing it, though. The Golden Girls. God, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to play this through. All right. Betty White. Okay. She just seems pretty spicy. And if you've seen pictures of her in the 1800s, she was hot. She's still hot. She's, she's still going for her old age, so I'll, I'll give her credit. I can't say I've done anything that old yet, but, man, I might give her a shot. Now, we got uh, Betty White. Now, I don't know her name in real life. Uh, Blanche. The slutty, the slutty one. Mm-hmm. Does that surprise you? No, I figured no. you would have had her first, though. Had her first. <laughs> Line up, ladies. <laughs> it's a fun day at the old folks' home. She's a redhead. Is she? <laughs> it's been a long time. They were old 30 years ago, so... I... They were just playing old people then. All right. In third place is the little old lady, little Italian lady. <laughs> she was pretty saucy. I think that was, uh, I think she did the voice in Beavis and Butthead as well. She did. She did. did. She? Okay. Yeah, I think so. So her in third place. And last but not least is the stuffy old bitch. Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. That's it. I figured you'd like little bossy ladies. I got you. Why would I not want another one? Why would I want an old bossy lady? You're getting there. <laughs> Put me, put, put, All right. put, put me judging the Golden Girls. Christ. All right. How old do you think I am? You're older than me. Shit. So since you're older than me, I will, I'll give you a bone here. Do the Spice Girls. As at least something from the last three decades that somebody might know. Okay, let's, let's roll through the Spice Girls. Some of our listeners may have heard of them. All right. I'll definitely start with Baby Spice. Why? 
You know me, I like blondes, cute blondes. Okay. Number two would be Sporty Spice. Because again, there goes the athletic part. Third place, I'll go with the redhead. Uh-huh. I, I got to throw, mm-hmm. I got to throw in the token redhead. Mm-hmm. I figured that'd be first. Was oh, that ginger spice? Yeah, I go with go with the redhead. I, do, I am attracted to redheads for some reason and freckles. I know you always are. They're mean though, and take half my stuff when they leave. I think you like them <laughs> until they take half my stuff when they leave. Well, blondes don't leave, do they? We're gonna find out in three <laughs> weeks. Hush <laughs> up. You're going to be having a baby in three weeks, so go back, go back no, to your wine. No, I'm not. Quit saying that. Go back that. to your Because then the next one I'm going to have to be saying, I cannot have a baby. Okay. Fourth, let's go with Scary Spice. She was the black girl. Mm-hmm. She worked. She hasn't aged very well, though. No, she's about the only one that really American hasn't. American Idol or something. And the last one, last place, would be uh, Posh, um, Victoria Beckham. I just don't like the snooty. You uppity. just don't like her. Just don't like her. She just doesn't do much for me. Something about the shape her of her face. Her personality, maybe? Yeah. She just, nah, nah. British, nah. I guess the rest of them are British too, but she just kind of has that uppity British. Any celebrity crushes that you have? Let me see. Celebrity crushes. Let's go with uh, Jessica Alba. She was from Sin City. Is she Spanish? She, I think she's Latin or something, but number two would be uh, Selena Gomez. Uh She's she's Spanish. She hoblos. You've always liked her. Yeah, she has. She's always been cute. Now, we're getting back towards my type. Uh, Brittany Daniels, the girl that played in Joe Dirt. Pretty blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buff. Is she? She was in Joe yeah, Dirt. She was. Okay. Brittany Snow, the redhead from musical. What is it? High school musical. No, no. With, with, fat, Amy, with fat Amy. Help me here. With, with fat Amy. Well, uh, pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. Thank you, Christ. High school musical. Well, I'll, I'll throw in Vanessa Hudgens off a uh, high school musical then. I know who she is. Is that what you expected? No, not at all. And I, I like them plump too, so. I think Fat Amy's cute. And I like them with some shape too, so Megan Trainer would definitely have to be in there. She's got a cute face and. You like cute curvy, faces. Curvy. Yeah, of course. You go for cute faces. I can only keep them on all fours for so long. <laughs> Eventually their knees get tired and I have to flip them over, so yeah, cute face has to be a. Oh God, I'm gonna sound like a real asshole, aren't I? You are. No, no, no. You're a typical guy. I'll wear a toilet seat on my head for you later. Cowboy hat, how's that? <laughs> all right, all right. I, I survived that. All right, now let's. What's your turn-offs? Do you have any turn-offs? <laughs> Dumbass questions that you're asking me. Those are probably going to get there. Am I starting with turn-offs? Yeah, let's start, let's start with yours. Let's keep you rolling. Oh, God. Since I'm already on the hot seat, let's keep his ass baking. That's right. All right. One of my turn-offs is excessive intoxication. We see that a lot. Yeah, and that's probably one of both of ours, but I'll, I'll speak for it on that. I cannot be, especially coming from a bar scene, I can't be around a girl that's slobbering drunk. I, I've quit drinking so much in my older age. I've, I've, I've slowed down. Shush. No, no more Golden Girls. Hush up. Just because I know who Johnny Carson is doesn't mean I'm old. No, I've slowed down my drinking tremendously. So to be around somebody that's slurring and not really cohesive or co- yeah. is just or coherent rather is not a turn on for me. I like to be able to have a good conversation. I like some flirting back and forth. And it seems like if they're to the slobber and drunk part, it's not really good flirting. They're just hanging on you, making stupid comments. Well, and you also, I mean, we always question why they're there if they're that drunk. Yeah, we've never been in a play situation we where we... Play. We've never been in a play situation where we've been slurring drunk to need to play. No, we cut it off. We had a couple that we went up to, was it even close to my birthday, for Oklahoma City to go out with him. And we've been flirting online and just... We've had past misconnections because they were stupid-ass drunk and went up there for the weekend kind of with the intention to play with them and take them to the hotel. And we went out to dinner before and all went good, and then we went to a club afterwards, and they got mangled drunk. She did, rather. He wasn't much better, but she was she, yes. she was mangled drunk in the floor of a bar. Around the toilet. It yeah. was bad. And they realized that they fucked up, and they showed up the next night, and they're like, hey, we're just drinking water. And we're at the point where it's like, we've seen this too many times. You know, thank you for being sober tonight, but, you know, you kind of ruined our evening last night that we were counting on you. Yeah. Yeah, So we have a bunch more stories of people being messed up drunk that have... But we'll get to those Yeah, well, we can say, we we can do a whole episode on drunk people. So what's another turn off? Oh, bossy or indifferent. Are you talking about me? I just realized when I thought about that that it does kind of fit, doesn't it? So I'm a turnoff. You're bossy. Mm-hmm. Won't you be bossy and see if I can get a boner? You can yell at it and see what it does. Well, apparently you like to be kicked in the balls. <laughs> no. Now, now, you know my rule. You can beat my dick with a piece of bailing wire, but don't touch the balls. <laughs> the balls are sacred. Yeah. The balls are supposed to be honored. <laughs> I could hook you up to an electrical unit. 
Yeah, what you've done. Yeah, and you liked it. Yeah, anyway, we got way off topic here, didn't we? We did. All right, so another turnoff, another turnoff. One more turnoff, and we'll move back to you, Miss Thing. Uh, one more turnoff to me would be name-dropping. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I can't stomach that. I, we're not ashamed of anybody we've played with, but we go back to old-fashioned values where you don't kiss and tell, you keep your shit to yourself. Uh, we had a couple at a party recently that said, we, we can't quite figure you out. I said, we're very private. And she said, what exactly does that mean? I said, one, we don't kiss and tell. We don't exactly want to know who you've played with. By the same token, we don't want you digging in ours. There's no reason for all that. We're adults. This should kind of be kept under wraps. Well, we're not in the lifestyle to prove a point or to rack up numbers. No, and with with that said, we had a couple that for last summer or two summers ago was kind of high on our list of the next couple we would probably play with. And we went to a pool party, and he started in, oh, yes, the other night I was fucking so-and-so's wife. And we're kind of like, okay, that no. might have been a slip. And we, we, we told them this is a this is a no-go for us is we, we don't kiss and tell. and We'll tell stories, but we don't tell the names. Yeah, like here, you're not going to. We're not going to identify anybody by their social security, phone number, or addresses. So Their middle name. That's always their middle your name. middle name. Middle name. <laughs> but anyway, he, he did that again. He was like, oh, yeah, and then the other night I was fucking so-and-so's wife. And after two times, we said, hey, if you don't respect these people's privacy, you're not going to respect ours. So, And we were actually kind of offended. We're like, hey, if you didn't want to play with us, you could have just said that rather than going this whole route of doing the opposite of what we said we, we actually like to see. So back to you, Miss Thing. What turns you off? What gets that pussy to dry up and not want to come out and play? One uh, one big thing is uh, I hate it, hate it when guys brag about their performance or about their size. I grew up with male best friends, and that was just something I was always taught is guys don't talk about their size. Your friends didn't? or They didn't. Okay. It was almost like you were belittling them by talking about it, so I'm not interested in it. I don't want to talk about it. What I have found is that the guys that brag about their performance are the ones that are not performing. So it should be one of those deals of under-promise and over-deliver? Exactly. Now, what, why do you think that is that so many? Do you, do you think that guys that actually works for, if they talk about how big their dicks are or how great in bed they are, do you think that actually works for them? I think for some, yes, but for about 95%, mm-hmm. no. In fact, I think girls are turned off by it. They're just kind of like, eh, but they don't say anything. Where I say something, I'm like, okay, I don't care. And I move on. So if somebody was bragging about his money or his car or his house, would that make a difference to you? No, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to hear the bragging. So is there any level that bragging's acceptable? My friends Jack and Coke might have told a girl they'd suck her pussy hard enough her ears would pop. Is that acceptable, or is that just being mouthy? You're browbeating me. Why are you looking at me like that? It was my friends Jack and Coke. Yeah. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> or did I use that line on you? It wasn't on me. <laughs> Is that acceptable for future reference? Asking for a friend? No, I don't think it is. I don't. Well, I'll I'll be sure and let Jack and Coke. Now, with that, Uh I'm going to tell you another pet peeve that I have. Do not come up to me and talk to me or expect to kiss me when you have pussy breath. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What did you just say? Have what? Pussy breath. Pussy breath? What the hell is that? Get a breath mint. Go wash your mouth out. Put some gum in. I don't care. Like, it's okay if you're down there eating pussy and then you kiss me. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm okay with that. But don't walk up to me and have the smell of pussy on you. Oh, my God. Is that a real thing? It is. Wow. Have you ever had one come up and be like, hmm, whose pussy was that? I want some of that. Has that ever happened? No. Okay. I'm thinking, who the fuck did he go down on? Because I'm not going to go over there with them. So have girls ever come up and had pussy breath on you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. Lord. I don't guess I would notice. Now, let me ask you. Have girls but, ever... But is, is there such a thing as dick breath? No. Oh. There's cum breath. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please tell me if a girl ever kisses you and goes to kiss me <laughs> that you stop them and just do the little cut across the neck and like, tap out, tap out, don't do it. Don't go there. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here kind of throwing up in my mouth thinking about that. Ugh. Now you're gonna, but see, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what it tastes like, so I'm like, oh god. But see, I have a thing where I don't like the smell of licked skin. So I, I catch up when I, I smell it. I smell it on their lips, and it's just. Ugh, ugh. Now I'm kind of like, ugh, ugh, as well. <laughs> I'm using that a germaphobe, but you got me all freaked out now. Yeah, yeah, you'll know now. Yikes. Now everyone's gonna be on the lookout for pussy breath. Just put a mint in, go rinse your mouth out. Pop a tic tac up in that motherfucker. That's right.
All right, now that I've gone off on my rant about pussy bread, let's kind of bring this back in. Reel Let, it in, reel it in. Let's kind of get back on the subject and let's talk about, I guess, since we're in, you're in the lifestyle, the turn-ons and turn-offs are a little bit different because when you're a couple, like we play together, so we, I know you hate the word hunt, fish. It's fish. I get called predatory for saying hunt when you drive around with my little white van, want some candy, little person or young lady or whatever. God, I keep incriminating myself no matter what I say. <laughs> yeah, you're just digging your hole there. <laughs> so... Uh, when we're fishing as a couple, I have to have turn-ons that kind of match up a little bit. And we have turn-offs that match up a little bit, which ours, I, for the most part, probably do. You got to go for that elusive four-way connection that everybody talks about. Yes. Do you think dating is different as a couple and a single? Because obviously we're saying our turn-ons and turn-offs are different. So do you think dating is different? Going off what you asked, I feel dating as couples is a lot harder than as a single. As a single, you have kind of a one-way focus. When we look at dating as couples... We have to find that four-way connection, plus make sure all the pieces within the puzzle are fitting. Well, and that's one thing that you have to keep in mind that we're not dating or hooking up to have babies or marriage like we're trained as singles. Where when you're doing it with a couple, you're doing it basically to be a toy. You're looking for your toy. You're in the toy store checking out those vibrators, trying to figure out which one's going to go home with you. Well, even as a single and not necessarily looking for a partner, other than for the night, you can overlook a little bit more. Yeah, I guess and, that's true. In, in this situation, I might be agreeable to some of her traits, but he may have three or four bad traits that you don't like that's not a good fit for the night. I don't know. In all my random hookups as a single, I had in the back of my head, what if something happens, I might be tied to this guy forever. Like you, an accidental pregnancy? Yes. Or a stalker? Or a stalker. Have <laughs> you seen both? I've seen both, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, rolling off that idea, will you take one for the team in our current situation? No, I, I I don't feel like I would take one for the team. I like what I like, and I wouldn't expect you to take one for the team. I don't want to be forced to do anything. And I don't think anyone should be forced to sleep with someone just because. With that said, we haven't had any bad scenarios or bad situations or anyone where disgusted by that we don't want to run into in public again no. we, we may play less than we like to at the end of the day everything's kosher on our side and we don't have anybody we have to avoid exactly well stay with that topic for just a minute let me ask you this question how important is it for us to like the same sex of the other couple in other words how important is it for you to like the girl that i'm playing with yeah i don't think so i don't have to like her not at all if she's a total cunt face to you you're fine with that no, she's got to be respectful. There's a difference. And that difference. Let me let me run this scenario by you. I know where you know you know where I'm going with this. Yes, exactly. We've got a couple that we were pursuing, and me and her hit it off pretty good on multiple occasions. And the times that I've been around him, he kind of comes off a little bit douchey to me. Now, what did you tell me about that situation? You asked me a question. I said, are you fucking him? I said, no. And what did you say? That it doesn't matter. His dick's inside me, not you. There you go. She just kind of put me in my place. Said, hey, we're just looking for these guys for a couple hours. After that, it's fine. We're not going to take them home and support them for the rest of their lives. I, I don't need to be dating him after he's done fucking you. Exactly. That's a good way to look at it. As long as he's respectful to me in bed, that's all that matters. Yeah, definitely. Now, with that said, you always have the power to use... The veto. The throw, veto. Throw the red flag. Now, how often do we throw the red flag? I have done it a couple times. Do we want to elaborate on that, or do we want to save that for another time? We'll save it for another time, because those are crazy stories. Yeah. Now, now mine was a little different. Mine was with a single male, and like I say, I think we're venturing more into single males, but this one in particular, nice enough guy at surface value... But what he was doing that irritated me is he was sending both of us friends requests on Facebook, which we were like, hey, here's so-and-so. We would accept them, and then he would drop me. And then once you realized he had dropped me, eventually you would drop him. And this went on two or three times. And the, yeah. thir the third time he did it, I just told him, I don't want you accepting this friend request. Now, I don't own you, but to me, that's just a basic sign of respect. Now, we can throw the red flag, and well, I, I say it's no questions asked. We'll discuss it later just to make sure we are yeah, on yeah, the same Yeah, we ground. touch base but why we vetoed them. If, if you say, I don't want you around that girl, I'm not going to take it to the bedroom and be like, well, I want her. You know, that's it's it's done. Yeah, you might be butthurt and pout around for a little bit. You have on one of my vetoes. But then after a month or so, you kind of sat back and realized why I vetoed. It's usually easier after the fact effort, but also yeah. put our relationship first. Again, sometimes you get butt hurt because you're not getting what you wanted. But when you when you see the big picture, and plus you're still in good with your spouse. And yeah. Because it, yeah. if, if I'd thrown a fit and done what I wanted, that'd probably been the end of our marriage. 
Yeah, exactly. So there, there's no point in that. Again, this is all for fun and just to spice up what we already have. So I'm not looking to replace anybody. And sometimes people that well, we and, hear... I, and I don't throw the veto in of, oh, that girl's uh, muscular. Or she looks better than me. Or she's got a uh, long blonde red hair. <laughs> it's usually for a good reason. It, it's, yeah, it's there's not, a red it's, flag it's not to an something. And no, by the same, no. with, same with you. The, the, the single guy, we might have even played with him. I mean, well, we, 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 we actually were going to play with him when he was a couple. Yeah. And we, we might have and even played they, as a single. So yeah. it, we were comfortable with them, but I don't like shady shit. That's yeah. one thing about us with our social media interaction is it's transparent. That's why we like having a joint Facebook account. I see some people nitpicking on that on Facebook. You know, she's got your balls in her purse kind of deal. No, she knows if she knows when I'm talking dirty to a girl, the rare occasion that I do. And occasionally the girl will say, well, is your wife aware? And she'll pop in and say, yeah, you'll go at it. Have fun. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm, by the same token, if a guy is trying to talk dirty to you, he doesn't they're, they're, get very far because I don't. I'm yeah, not very but, good at that. But but but, <laughs> but yeah, thank you. But he shouldn't be saying anything to you that he's not going to say in front of me. Yeah, I'll exactly. Show him that saying, I mean, I'll talk dirty to his wife, and he can watch all he wants. I, I expect the same courtesy. So I think we've touched on some good stuff. Hopefully, it's helpful. Everybody's going to have their own turn-ons and what they like. Hopefully, it helps some couples discuss what they do and don't like, and keep that in the forefront. One game that we like to play is uh, Would you do them when someone walks by? We basically say. Yes or no, and we kind of go in detail why we wouldn't or we would. We do it in a vanilla situation. So let's, I, let's not talk ourselves out of it. Let's let's explain <laughs> why we would do them. <laughs> I'm usually a no. You're a hard sell. You, you got you try to compare everybody to me. I think that's your problem, and that's why you fuck up. Yeah, yep, yep that's yep. definitely okay. it. Since I look like the Rock and uh, yep. six foot two and greasy hair. No, the, the well, the reason I I have that in my head is because the last time we played it, we were on the river walk, and everyone looked like tourists. I was like, really? Where did they come up with these outfits? That was a fun adventure. It was probably the first time we played it, and we really drilled in, and we're trying to figure out what the other like. Yeah, because we have no type, so and we don't need a type because we're again we're looking for a playmate for two hours. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so different. It's a different mindset, I think, to play that game because you you have to get out of what you're typical, what you're looking for, and so you have to start looking at what you want to play. So you have to look for your fantasy. Now you're taking people at appearance and face value too, which yes. is, which is not a bad thing. Again, this is just a game. It's not like we're well, nailing down everybody, but it gives you an idea of what the others looking for and what they would or wouldn't do or consider. Well, and let's be very, very honest. When you walk into a big event, let's say not in New Orleans, there's thousands of people in a room. You walk in, you you don't know how their personality are. You're going to go off looks. Unfortunately, you're going to be drawn to something. Obviously, mine is tattoos and long hair. You got to start that sorting process. You got to walk in and at face value, you say, okay, these. 10 people here are potential, and then let's work through them and see if there's one couple that fits what we're looking for. Yeah, exactly, and then you narrow it down. The other thing that we think is really good for newbies is it really teaches them to drill in and build a rapport as a couple. I'm giving you the non-judgment to show me who you like that is nothing like me and explain why. Yeah, because I, I, I think that is such a different mindset looking for a couple to play with than it is, you know, just in general, uh, mindset. You're taking someone home to play with them. You're not taking them home to marry them or have kids with them. Or So it's just a different mindset of this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. You could change your mindset of what you're looking for from today or tomorrow. And again, going back to the non-judgment part and being specific, when you really drill down and you don't scold your partner for picking out something that surprises you or you wouldn't necessarily agree with and can work through, it builds, I think it just strengthens the relationship as a whole. Yeah, I agree with that. We see so many newbies that get into a situation where they say, okay, it's fine to play, but we really drill down. Okay, if she makes more noise with this guy than she does with you or says something she's never said or makes a squeak or sound, is that going to affect your relationship? That's the thing that newbies don't come out of the gates understanding. Well, well, and we always hear, especially men, will say, I don't want to see another man have sex with my wife, but I will have sex with whoever. And you can't do that. It's got to be equal. Yeah, we've got a friend that jokes, everybody wants to be a swinger until he sees another guy's dick in his wife, and then yeah. it kind of changes the scenario. Well, and we kind of had that situation where the husband was upset because... Uh, Me and her were 69ing. How off the wall is that? They don't do that at home, so that caught him off guard. And that's a, we, we, do. We, may, we may 69 when we turn the microphones <laughs> off. Yeah, that's, we do it all the time. Every, we do it with everyone. <laughs> 
Well, we've kind of come to the end of our episode, so I'm hoping that everyone will start talking with their partners about their turn-ons and turn-offs and kind of open that communication and open the door to figuring out what they like, especially in a play partner. And be honest and specific. It's a lot easier when you get it out of the way and start moving forward off of that. Yep, I agree with that. So again, thank you everyone for uh, listening to us. And now let's go out and flamingo. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast. We are now on all major podcast platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can also find us on the web at www.swingingflamingos.com. Email us at swingingflamingos at gmail.com. And of course, we would love to hear your questions, stories, and comments. And you can find us on social media on Twitter at swingingflamin1. And that is S-W-I-N-G-I-N-G-F-L-A-M-I-N with the number one. Instagram as swingingflamingos and Cassidy.com as Swinging Flamingos. Thank you guys for listening. And if you want to hear Miss Flamingo's sexy voice in real time, her personal cell phone number is... No, 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 no. Not today? No, 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 Don't be giving my phone number out. All right, maybe next time. I'm trying to be soft and seductive. Fuck. Like a porn site. Hello. (laughs) I'm ready to shoot myself.